Hello and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. I'm your host, clinical psychologist and researcher at Karolinska Institute Stockholm, Sweden, at Fudan University in Shanghai, China, and fellow at Columbia University in New York. Today, I would like to talk to you about group development. This is something most of us are very familiar with, as most likely you've experienced working in an effective or also in a difficult group throughout education and, of course, at work. Working in a group that is stuck and consumes a lot of energy from all the members, group conflicts can be very challenging and impact one's mental and physical well-being. It's very frustrating for all members of such a group, yet solving group conflicts is complex and takes time. What research has shown is that teams go through different stages of development. One can sort of draw parallels to a group, to uh, human development, actually. And what that means is also that the relationship to the leader changes throughout the group's development. Bruce Trukman has developed a um, definition of five stages of group development process that most teams groups follow and become high-performing groups if they achieve the last stage of group development. He called these stages forming, storming, norming, performing, and adjourning. Depending on which stage a group is situated, different interventions are effective and can improve productivity. So in the forming stage, that's like the baby stage where the mother slash the group leader is very important and everyone is looking up to the leader. In the storming phase, it's like the terrible twos where everyone has to sort of criticize the, the leader of the group. There's conflicts within the group. The norming is where group positions start to form, who is taking which role in the group. And that's a very, very crucial one because here oftentimes groups go one way or the other. When they're not able to solve stage two, the storming stage, then they can be stuck there. And there it's relatively easy to intervene because there is still a lot of trust in the leader, even if he's criticized. In the norming stage, these group roles have, are developing. And if that goes into a not productive way, it's very difficult to change roles because they sort of get reinforced throughout the time. If, though, the group has achieved to create a cohesive environment and mutual trust, the performing stage is where a group comes to. And that's the one that any com <clears throat> excuse me any company would wish their their groups to be at because those stages or that stage is the one that provides the most productive outcome the adjoining stage is when a, a project is about to end and when a group is sort of winding down a project and sort of gets used to 
that this this group will split up and and go to new tasks so that stage is less productive is also a bit more emotional but what can be steps to a more productive work group i guess a lot of you listeners that working companies are interested in what can be done first of all it's important to identify the stage of a group in which group development stage a group is in order to actually provide the adequate intervention. Another really important aspect is to assess roles of group members. Who is the devil's advocate? Who is the one that's always talking? Who is the one that's challenging the leader? Who is the leader? Who is the one that tries to bring the group together? Who is the one that is maybe a bit sort of surfboarding on on the side and doesn't really contribute much and therefore is sort of enjoying the fact that others do a lot of work. Know your team members' strengths and weaknesses is important as well because if we know who is talented in which task, we can assign different tasks to different group members and actually use the strength of our group members. Give your team members ownership. If you're the, the leader of a group, micromanagement decreases innovation and motivation. And that's incredibly important. In so often times, that is not the case. And therefore, people are not, not motivated. And therefore, the productivity goes down. Incorporate some team building exercises if you feel like your group is not very cohesive. And also emphasize on a good work environment. If there is a good work environment, half the job is already done. If not, that spills over to, the, to each member of the group. So I really encourage whoever listens and is a member of a group, a leader of a group, somebody who is coaching groups, intervening, please use some of these advice if you have the opportunity to use those. And I really hope that this was insightful and interesting. Please do not hesitate to give me feedback. I'm really curious to hear your opinion and also your success or or failures with with achieving different stages of group development. Thank you very much for listening and have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.